You know what you should do? Hit the record button before we're actually ready. Mm, I did. I, I know. That's a great move. Go through your stupid um, settings again. And that noise cancellation. What did we have it on last time? You remember that it worked? No, I don't know. I think it was low. The was beer fridge low? will turn off in a second. Curious. Do I sound better now? Yeah, a little bit. You're all washed out. You look like you're in a smoke-filled room. You know, that's this new fancy camera, which is supposed to be 1080p, but is not. It's stupid. Crappy. Yeah, what's that light on you? Your forehead's all white. Yeah, you got a light shining right into the camera. What? I don't. There's seriously no light on up there. That's uh, Jesus. Yeah, looks like a Jesus light. It is Jesus. It's not me. It doesn't matter. No one's going to see the video anyway. All right. Just trying to make you happy. I'm holding on by a thread here with no sleep. That's but luckily just, we're starting an hour early. Just what I want to hear. Hey, I told you. But someone's too busy tomorrow night. So <sighs> I'm sacrificing my body. Even though I got to I got to get up in eight hours at 4 a.m. So. No, actually, you don't. Yeah, but here I you do. go. Here's your big I, chance to tell everyone what's at, what's going on I, at four in the morning. I guess what time I get up Four why? So I can live a long and healthy life okay. in misery. He was hoping we'd bring up the gym and he got it in within the first. So I can be completely miserable the rest of my life and live as long as I can. That makes total sense. Well, you definitely don't have to be up at four. You can sleep in. And what's more, you should have actually slept in today because you worked last night. I had chiropractor at 9 a.m. Again, you booked that on a day you're coming off an overnight shift, and then yeah. you could have just went to bed after that. I did go to well, I went yeah. to bed slightly after that. Yeah, which I was do in bed by 10:30 this morning, and I slept until uh, I slept till 1:30, then went to the kids' school and slept for another 45 minutes in the parking lot there, and that was it. That makes so much sense. Well, we were supposed to get that torrential downpour of rain, and so far nothing's happened here, right? Still haven't had that rain they were calling for. I didn't know they were. Yeah, big Good. rainstorm. So you had to be two hours early in the school parking lot well, sleeping for that. Because otherwise I'd have to walk from the car to the school in the rain. I didn't want to do that. But what I did see today, which surprised me, I'm pretty sure it's still February, right? Middle of February in Canada? Yep. All right, just checking, because I saw a yard sale sign out on the road <laughs> today for uh, this weekend. That makes no sense. <laughs> nope. <laughs> Are you sure it's not leftover from last year? No, it said February 19th, three days from now. Wow. That's not a, a dealer, eh? I almost had to do a double take. I don't know who what it was. I could check it out, but I'm not going to. I, I don't know what it is, man. It's a dealer who can't wait to sell stuff out of his gay garage. I um, guess. I don't know. I, I am There's a little surprised. Moving? I don't know. Moving I'm sale? surprised you're still doing this walking to the school business. Like, at what age are your kids going to be old enough to make the arduous and dangerous walk from the school to where your car is parked. They're still, no, they're too young. They're too young. 
they're too young. Yeah, because well, yeah. where I park would where I park would have to be, it's about a block away. Oh, a block! You don't think any kids? Your son is now what? Twelve? Ten? Ten? You don't think any ten-year-olds are walking home from school? Yeah. Well, listen, I was back in the day. I was oh. Like, uh, my elementary school was like a couple miles from my home. So I was walking because I was hardcore, though. Well, things were different back then, though, man. They're not different. Well, they are different, but kids are still walking home at 10 years of age. Mm, Kids are too stupid nowadays to do stuff like that. As I probably have accused you of before on this very show, is that you're way overprotective for these kids. I got a lot invested. Helicoptering. Can't. uh, Don't you you think you're taking away from their ability to manage themselves because you don't let them experience That's anything, a, especially after 7.30 at night? After uh, I've got 10 years invested into these two dummies, and uh, I can't have them suddenly disappear on me one day. But you're, you literally are within sight of them walking to the car. No, because I got, uh, park around the corner. But then you see all the kids coming, and you know they'll be there at yeah, some point. Yeah, you never know, man. It's okay. It's exercise for me. I'm just saying, this might be part of the issue of, you know, kids as they get older and teenagers and young adults. This might be why all these kids are so entitled coming up, because their parents did everything for them. Do you think that's possible? That's a possibility? Well, one, my kids aren't entitled. Mm, they are living they are, they a are gifted not. life of princely delights. No, not really. Yeah. They they aren't given everything that they want. That's what you mean. I mean, they're not able to, you know, look after themselves even the tiniest of bits. Sure they can. And I'm sure your son would love to be able to take take charge of his sister and walk him to your car that would be a great sense of empowerment and added responsibility. Uh, I don't know. Something would happen. Do you don't live in Beirut. It's not Lebanon. It's not even Florida. It's not the Ukraine. Hey, just try and take care of them. I I get it. I had to let go a little bit, but at some point I remember, uh, you know, letting the kid walk to school and stuff, and I would, I'd uh, send her off, and then in my car jet around and stalk her like I was a police detective, you know, at the next road to make sure she's crossing at the right time and how she's crossing the road, if she's looking both ways, if she's, uh, you know, lost looking at the clouds instead of walking to school, you know, I I staked it out after I sent her, but then I got comfortable with the situation and, you know. Everyone's different, dude. I, you know, just something for you to think about. Just trying to. Uh, I I live too far from the school to. to I walk. know. Uh, well, that might be the case, but I'm just saying, even to walk to your car, mm, people, that's okay. people, you know, that might not be too much of an ask. And look at what it will do for his self-esteem. At one point, when he when he shows enough maturity, that's the thing. You don't let these kids he's ten, but he's not discover themselves. He's not a mature ten like I was. <laughs> I was a mature ten when I was six. I'm just worried about society, man. I know where it's going. I can see where it's heading. 
Uh, you can thank America for that. All the people that elected Trump, you can thank them for causing everything that we're going through right now. That's what I mean. These they're coming from somewhere. I I think it's also the lead the lead in pipes. You know how like 80% of the city's plumbing in the 50s was from lead pipes and it took until like 1982 to uh, replace all the lead pipes. I think we're seeing the results of that now. Yeah. Well, some of that's trickled into uh, Canada, unfortunately. <sighs> Whatever. So we just came off overnight shift. A couple of days off now. You got anything planned? No, because, well, we go back. To, we, we worked Monday and Tuesday overnight. So today, Wednesday, is a complete wash because you sleep it off. And then your only real day off is tomorrow. And so for me, that's playing catch up on the groceries and the housework and all that business. And then you're back to work on Friday. So there is really no time off. I don't have like this team managing my life for me at home like some people do or you know, go to do his errands and play at the gym and sleep in the school and do all that stuff. I, you know, unfortunately I got to, uh, that's why I go to the gym early. So I get it out of the way and it doesn't interfere with the daily duties during the day. What are your daily duties you're looking forward to? Tomorrow? Mm, I got to replace the, the water filter in the fridge that just arrived. Having issues with one of the fridges. Um, there's ice buildup. Well, you know it because uh, uh, your partner that you work with, your new partner, I should say, uh, is having the same issue where there's ice buildup in the bottom of the fridge. Um, oh, he's so explained it to all the mechanics to me several times. You heard that I ordered the part for it. Uh, so one of them arrived, which was the fridge water filter. Uh, now I'm waiting for the part that I need to repair. That's that it's an overflow for the back of the fridge. I guess when the fridge does its uh, defrost mode, it's where the water drains. And um, apparently over time, the nipple at the end of it can uh, gum up, clog up and uh, cause water to trickle into the bottom of the fridge where the freezer is, the freezer drawer, causing a ice sheet to build up. So. It's all. Uh, I've taken the drawer out once, defrosted that part, and thought I solved solved the issue until it's come back again. So I've had to reorder a part. So now I got to remove the back of the fridge, put in this new drip slide. It's almost. It's basically like a slide. Put that yeah. in. Take out the tray or the bottom fridge freezer tray again. Defrost the fridge completely. Uh, there's a compartment on the inside I got to remove and make sure it's completely defrosted. So once that part arrives, which will probably be by next week, hopefully, that'll be about a three or four hour job, I think. Hmm. Such a shame. It's all just rich people problems for me. Believe it or not, there's people who don't have fridges with freezer drawers, let alone multiple fridges in their multiple kitchens. And uh, yeah, it just gets. Yeah. It's not a fancy fridge. Well, it it's got French uh, French, French doors. Do French doors. And French a, doors. And a bottom fridge. Bottom door is not fancy. It is with it's, water and ice dispensers, which is standard. Uh, my fridge is powered by kerosene. 
So I don't know what standard is. I haven't. I have the old freezer on the top, fridge on the bottom. That's all she does. Just works. Keeps things cold. We all can't have and like four thousand dollar fridges in their multiple kitchens throughout their house, and then complain about. I'm not complaining. I'm just saying that's what one of my jobs. You asked me what one of my things lined up are, and that's what one of them is. Sorry. I don't want to do it. I I want your job. And you should be I saying, hey, man, good for pay. you for taking the initiative, checking out videos, learning how to do it yourself, as opposed to just brushing it off and paying for a service guy to show up and paying hundreds of dollars. just jealous man because uh i don't know what i did to piss off the great lord to put me in my position and you in your position my position is uh hell and you, i told you you want nothing to do with it okay <laughs> when uh the guy i'm working with he told me the whole mechanics it's a pretty ingenious situation uh, per periodically per, periodically does periodically this. it keeps the freezer defrosted right and so it knows there'll be water trickling down into this pan at the bottom and so they put a heater in there that heats up that pan to evaporate the little bit of water that would be caused by the defrosting and so you don't need a drain or anything it just looks after itself but what he's having and what you're having is uh it's too much water down there and it's not evaporating in fact it's freezing down there it's so his is clogged and you think yours is the same thing the where the water trickles down that's clogged yeah well one day maybe i'll be able to stick with what you got man don't uh if you don't need to upgrade then don't upgrade no you know maybe i can sell a liver or something and get a nice hey, fridge like everyone the, else i grew up with the exact fridge you're talking about dude Mm. Nothing wrong with it. Yeah, me too. I'm still using it. Yeah. Joe's got that fridge that has the screen on it where you punch it, like, you know, type in your order, like on Star Trek, put your grocery list on there. And then it takes a picture of what's on the inside so you don't have to open the door. It just shows what's on. I'm for so record, old school. I record, shop for appliances at like. I shop for appliances at Sears and stuff, and Joe shops for them at Best Buy. I've never bought an appliance from Best Buy. I don't know if I would trust buying it from Best Buy. Well, does Costco sell appliances now? Oh, yeah, of course. That's where I'd go next if I needed one, since Sears is no longer. Yep. Yeah. Oh, you know what? Speaking of Sears, made me think of that uh, my old my old vacuum. They finally uh, bit the bullet. Ten more? Um, yeah, it's the ones where it was like uh, you know you got the little dog that would follow the unit follows you along on the hose. Yeah, so you're always dragging it with you as you're vacuuming. So God, how long did that thing last? We got it when we moved into our first house. So five. I don't know, like whatever, 12 years now or something like that. Finally, it was falling apart. Um, 
And my wife decided that she wanted the Dyson, which I know you have already. And you said was you would never get credible waste of money. We're, get, we're getting it. We got we got it because I'm trying to give you credit for something. OK, so. Oh, wow. And we got it just because the other vacuum, it's too much for my wife to to lift because she's got issues. So um, for her to vacuum, you know, dragging it and going up and down stairs and stuff was too much of a struggle. So the Dyson, because it's a piece of shit plastic, um, it's just super light. Like even the kids can lift it, right? But it's it does a great job, man. I'll give it that much. It's got this laser on the front. Let's see what... <laughs> it's amazing how much dust there is. Because you you're better off vacuuming in the dark because this this laser on the front shows you all the dust on your floor and you think your floor is clean and then you put this thing on there and the amount of dust I don't know where the hell this dust comes from um it's amazing and the amount of shit that it va it sucked up from the carpet I don't know if it's sucking up the actual carpet and the carpet uh, padding. Hmm. But I could vacuum that carpet every day, and there it it fills up the 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 canister. That's true. I don't get so it. You're, so you're and saying you got, you got that? You got a dog and two cats. How much is yours? Oh, oh my god! I want to kill myself. These cats. It's ridiculous. <sighs> so your Dyson is it like the stick one that's super small? Like you just hold it in one hand kind of thing, or is it still like the? No, you you can do it in one hand. Um, it's a stick one. It's got the canister, and then it's got the neck that goes down to the bottom where you attach your your different heads to, right? But you could almost call it a portable vacuum. Like, is it that small? Like, you can just take the hand unit and take it out to the car? Is it that small? That one? No, it's not that small. Oh, okay. Jeez, uh, wow. But the floor unit's got, uh, like I said, it's got, like, this laser head on it or something that just, I don't know, it shines a light in front of it and uh, just picks up all the dust particles on the floor so you know where you, where you have and you haven't vacuumed. It's like we had never vacuumed our house before when we first used this thing. That's how much stuff it was picking up. <laughs> ah, well, that's that's how I kept my Dyson. It was just supposed to be a quick replacement that I was going to return. But, uh, no, once I Not saw cheap. what it did. I'll, give it, I'll tell you that much, though. It's cordless, right, what you have? Yeah, it's it's just chargeable. Yeah, the Dyson V15, which Joe has, I can reveal the price. Sixteen hundred dollars. It's a lot of joke glasses. Make some more. Make some more shit. Wow. Up. You don't know what model I got. I do. I looked it up. I looked up what's the most insane Doctor Evil vacuum, uh, Dyson vacuum that has lasers, freaking lasers, and it said the V15 uh, laser reveals microscopic dust. Intelligent cordless vacuum. Yeah. This thing better last minimum of 10 years. It has a, 
only Joe, man. Only Joe. Has an LCD screen. A, a piezo sensor. Got to have the Italian stuff in there. I don't know what the hell a piezo is. And laser dust illumination. Five-stage advanced filtration. Wow. How long did they warranty this thing for? The the piezo sensor continuously sizes and counts dust particles. <laughs> yeah, okay. Joe's like, I got to get that piezo. I've got to know how many particles I'm dealing with here. I can't have no regular melee vacuum. Holy shit. Melee? React- I'm sure that's react- more expensive. Mm-mm. Oh, my God. Who even... I thought... Dyson was expensive at the $800 level. Yeah. Ridiculous. It's all You're ridiculous, right. man. That Sears one cost me when I bought it. I think it was 400 bucks. And I go, this thing's going to last me like 20 years. Cause my parents had one that was like as old as I was. Mm-hmm. Me too. Yeah. And you thought it worked, but when you run the, the Dyson over what the Kenmore just did, yeah. Just a joke it is. Do you remember going to Sears and shopping for those? They have a little carpet section so you could test out the different vacuums. Mm, I don't remember, but I remember when I went to Sears, it was around the first time that Dyson, I think, had just come out or something. So the sales guy was showing me the Dyson one, even though I had no interest in it. And it was like one of the original models where it had um, a roller, uh, like a hamster, a clear hamster roller ball on the bottom. And that was your wheel. And the idea was you could move it in any direction at any time, right? Right. And he was showing me, and that hamster ball wheel uh, broke apart in two pieces as he was showing me. And he couldn't put it back together for me. And I was like, that's okay, buddy. I'll just I'll give me the quality Sears one over here, the Kenmore, whatever it's called. Well, that's I'm like, this Dyson was the biggest piece of shit. <laughs> that's the issue. You got so many people kicking it around on the store floor. All right, from the Dyson website, uh, the budget version of the B15 is $950, which is still ridiculous. Not according to what you can plug this into the your DeLorean and travel back to. Basically, any year you want to, if you're sick and tired of vacuuming. So it's it's quite the machine. It's got me sold. I missed that part of the instruction manual. God damn it! Why did I buy a new computer when I should have bought this Dyson? Oh yeah, way more fun. Well, hey, you can afford to spend money on a computer, and uh, I can't. So there you go. Now, I'm still in the evaluation phase of things i got it from costco so i can always change my mind within 90 days it's uh super it's nice like turning it on and it doesn't sound like um you know your fridge behind you starting up and rattling away and i was just able to open a browser while this is happening at the same time no problems and I still have to do some. You're still not. I'm not hearing glowing praises for this 
this two thousand plus dollar device that you just purchased? Uh, you don't know, on, but on whim. No, well, it it's been on my mind for a while. Of course, I haven't got myself anything for Christmas or birthday, you know, so things were due. But I still have to evaluate. I still got to do some 4K video crunching. That's the real test because that on the old computer, it just laughed at me when I attempted that. Just shut down. Laughed and shut down. So that's the when you get a new computer loading all the friggin' software you're used to using, getting that back all up to stuff is a big pain in the neck. Well, maybe if you didn't spend time playing uh, Beat Saber, you could do it. Well, you see, now I could even get one of those PC VR setups and uh, do some Or PC you could games. play some real video games. VR is going away to the dodo, man. <laughs> oh, no. Send it, send it out there the same way... Uh, 3D TVs were nope. so readily accepted and, and brought in by everybody. Oh, wait, they, what, they weren't. That's just the best. Kick it old school. The older it. you get, man, the older, the more back in time you should go. Forget these VR games. You should be going back to 8-bit games. Mm. Cartridge-based. Is that how it is? Well, after the Super Bowl, the Foo Fighters put on a virtual reality concert for Facebook or whatever they're calling Facebook nowadays. But you had to be an Oculus user or something to access it. Anyway. Meta. Hey, Siri. Oh, boy. What's the new name for Facebook? Did, did I not? I just said it. The answer is the face. <laughs> so you were wrong, man. Oh, yeah, that's what it's called. Hey, Siri, what's Facebook's new name? The answer is the face. <laughs> See, you're wrong, though. <laughs> Obviously. So imagine this VR concert, the Foo Fighters. I, I, I don't know where the VR camera was, but I think it was like on certain areas of the stage, and you could move around the entire stage in complete 3D immersion. Listen. That's that, like, like how incredible it's like is that, that stupid commercial on TV for the Toronto Raptors basketball team where you can watch it on your your uh, iPhone and do like a, a 3D experience and, and watch the game from any angle on the court. Yeah, cool, I, but who cares? Yeah. I just want to see them play straight on. I don't want to get uh, that's 3D. Not. Uh, I, I don't want to look at them at 45 degrees and 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 this and that. Just give me a good concert experience. No, I, just because you can't grasp, I how can grasp cool it. That I just is. don't care about it. I know what I like. I want me looking at them playing. End of story. But you you would be able to do that. But you'd also be able to turn around and see the crowd and turn I around. I want to see the crowd. You get a close-up look at the guitarist or the drummer. I'm to see the crowd. I'm just saying 100% immersion. I don't get how people can say they don't like that, other than just being contrarian. It's like, I don't want to have a holodeck. That sounds awful. Who wouldn't want a holodeck? I didn't say that. A holodeck would be awesome. Well, it's the same thing, except. You're jumping into that no, holodeck. No, a holodeck would be interactive in terms of being able to touch and experience and sense 
this is just looking at things through multiple different cameras. When it is that um, immersive and real, your body actually tricks you into feeling stuff like that. Like you'll actually feel wind against your face and stuff like that. It, yeah, you're, you're talking your mind about tricks you're insane. You. Yeah. Feeling wind against my face. Yeah, it's true. Like if you're a racing game, let's say, and you go over a giant jump, it is so real that your body makes you have that feeling in your stomach of yes. zero G. Yes, that's true. There you I, go. I get that from regular video games. Forget uh, any kind of <laughs> VR ones. Okay. Certain sensations falling off a cliff or jumping from a high area. I get that feeling. <sighs> I forgot. The guy who can't play uh, Wolfenstein without throwing up. I get nauseous. I'm sorry. He's a real gamer. That doesn't mean I'm not a real gamer. So how's it going? How are you feeling about the podcast, by the way? This is our third episode back. Well, uh, the Q-Dogs are happy we're back, so that's all the motivation I need. Good. Yeah, I was a little scared because it took a little while for them to talk about uh, the show being back on. I was was keeping track of when they were going to finally say it, and they did, and then they had to ruin it by saying Fandango in the same sentence. Mm. I think they were saying how much better we were than Fandango and that they were getting bored. I think Ms. Skidog said she she was listening to Fandango once and uh, while she was driving and almost fell asleep at the wheel. It is dangerous. That's how I plan on going to sleep tonight. (laughs) Latest episode of Fandango loaded up. I'll be out within five minutes. Not me. Not me. I they... still listen to every episode. You know why? Respect. Out of respect. Because he carried my mom's groceries home one day. <laughs> okay. <laughs> That's a line from an old rap song, but you wouldn't know that because you're from uh, Penetanguishing. But uh, how are your how are you feeling with the uh, non-YouTube recordings of Good. podcasts? that? Now I have your undivided attention and you're, you're, I finally have you talking to me and not to imaginary people out there. One-on-one conversation. If you wanted one-on-one conversation, we could do this in real life, sitting at a table across from each other, like the, sh- the concept of the show. Not at first night. night. I don't want to do it at middle night. I got too cranky. You know that. That's why people are tuning in. Well, they're still tuning in. Well, I still want to get this. Uh, figure out a better way. To, not away from Skype. Let me figure this out. Oh, you were supposed to work on uh, Anchor, but. I did. did uh, before it gets too old. Did you watch? How much of the Super Bowl did you watch? The whole thing. The whole thing. What did you think of the commercials that were. Uh, that we saw well yeah we had some great invest uh td investing some good uh tim hortons and canadian tire commercials hey uh i'm so sick of these investing commercials it was every break td investing i'm surprised it wasn't quest trade 
Uh, Why? You're not still investing with mom and dad's old firm, are you? Gulp. <laughs> oh, no, I am. I'm an idiot. <laughs> Fucking dummies. No, but the I, I made a note of some commercials there. Um, you see the one I don't now. I don't remember everything about them. I just made their names. Uh, House of the Dragon. So we got that prequel to uh, Game of Thrones coming up soon. Yeah. Well, I forgot about that one. So that's going to be interesting. Did you see that? Uh, got that new Pixar movie coming out, uh, Lightyear. Yeah. Yeah, I'm kind of on the fence with that. Uh, Moon Knight movie. I was yeah, ever a Moon Knight. I never really followed Moon Knight in the comics, so I'm not sure. I don't know anything it. about him. But it's that same guy who, who was in the Star Wars movies, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, the Rebellion guy, what's his name? Guy who came with BB-8, whatever it is. Mm-hmm. Fig. Fig Newton. Uh, Doctor Strange in the Multiverse. Awesome. Sam Raimi. I'm not crazy about all this multiverse stuff. <laughs> I, think it's a, I don't I think like it's this multiverse. No, I think it's a cop out. It's not. It's not a cop out. It's it's. It was there in the '90s cartoon when we were watching it. Is I know. Adam Webb it, will be coming at some point. It's a way of just saying anything is possible, and uh, you know. If anyone should be against that, it should be you because you're always going against uh, this is unbelievable or this is pulling me out in disbelief and that kind of stuff. Oh, they set up the rules and tell me there are the no rules, rules in a multiverse. The, that's the, what I'm trying to say. That's the rule they're setting up for me. There's no rules. All right. <laughs> yes. Whatever goes. Who's who's in this universe? And I've been studying the multiverse for many years after. You know, Michael Crichton wrote a book about it that I read, and uh, it was fasc- fascinated me from uh, early I'm on. Well spent. Anyway, I'm not happy about the multiverse, but uh, there's a new show called Shorzy from the I don't, uh, creators of Letter Kenny. I don't, I don't know what that is. Doesn't doesn't look it's good. The, uh, it's the hockey one. Yeah, it's in Northern Ontario. Yeah, it looks too stereotype. Stupid. It takes place in Kevin's Hood, eh? Where? Sudbury? Sudbury. Yeah. Well, whatever. I don't know. I never did this Letter Kenny show either, so. It's not bad. Um, I think I got as far as season five. The, uh, the chick is pretty hot in it, so. Yeah, that that's, for a lot. that's for sure. But these archetype characters that are the. Yeah, but it's got that same style of fast, fast dialogue, uh, one-liner kind of thing that Corner Gas had. So I think that's why I sort of like it. Um, saw that Batman commercial. Didn't see much on it though, right? I'm not really, I'm not looking up these trailers online because I don't want to be too spoiled with everything. I like to have some surprises. So I think uh, I'm looking forward to it anyway. I really don't know anything other than what that commercial was that they they showed. 
And I think those were the only ones that really caught my eye. Hmm. But it was good because a lot of them were surprises. Like I had no idea about uh, that light year. I'd seen one Moon Knight commercial before. Uh, Doctor Strange, I don't think I'd seen. Shorzy, I hadn't seen. Batman, I hadn't seen anything yet. That light year, they were, that was like the hot topic a month ago. I try to ignore all the stuff because I like to be surprised. So one minute he says he hates the multiverse. Next minute he says he loves the concept of Lightyear. Well, Lightyear is a, isn't that like a prequel or something? It's like they created a real life story. That's not a multiverse. That's like in a different universe. This is what Buzz Lightyear is. No, this is this is what his story would have been in in his multiverse. He would no. He was based on he was based on a cartoon in the actual Pixar movies, wasn't he? I'm gonna say yeah. I'm thinking yeah. he was. I can't remember. I all think the so. Details for the first one, but. Yeah, so that's not a multiverse. I think it is. I, I don't think it is. <laughs> Derek, uh, can you look into that for us, please? Thank you. So that was my uh, Super Bowl commercials uh, notes. What about the Lord of the Rings uh, prequel? Oh, yeah, I didn't. Was that in there, too? Lord of the Rings, Rings of Power comes out September 2nd. Man, Amazon is going to have close to a billion dollars tied up into that production by the time it's done. That's staggering. That's an Amazon one? Yeah. And that's, you know, another reason why our Amazon Prime memberships are going up. Is that I hope the, it pays uh, off. Is that still being done by Jackson? No. Oh, who's doing it? I don't even know if his, if Weta Workshop's involved. But I, I think New Zealand is involved, so I don't know if they I, – I don't know. Like, hobbits aren't even going to be a part of this except for maybe like an early version of them as a very side character. Yeah, because this revolves around that age. Hobbits weren't a big deal then. At the first war, right, where the rings were given to the seven lords – yeah. The what was it? Elfin Lord, Human Lord. <sighs> Fuck. I can't remember now what they said it was. But I've never chose. read any of the other books other than the I've never liked like I, I had some of the other ones, like the Cimmerillion and some of the other books outside of the main four Lord of the Rings. Like the Hobbit and then the other three. But I could never really get into them. I think I just, I never really, for me, those four books were enough. So I got well, that's that's what this will be exploring, the stuff you haven't read. So it might be more interesting for you. But man, they had to pay up, like they had to pay up to get the rights from the family, the Tolkien family. And then uh, the production costs are just astronomical. I don't know if it'll pay off because I didn't really care for... The three Hobbit movies. I don't know if it was the fact that I was just Lord of the Ringed out or the first three movies they released were good enough for me. And then these other ones just 
Well, have you watched them again after the because the initial shock of seeing them with the new kind of CG, a lot of the practical effects were taken out. He did a lot of CG stuff, and that was very shocking to see. But have you seen them since then with like, you know, more grounded thought of watching them to see if, you know, you can pull anything. The Hobbit ones or the first three? The Hobbit ones. Yeah, I've seen the Hobbit ones within the last year because they were on the movie channels again or something like that. So I just PBR'd them. They're not as bad the second or third time around. That's what I'm saying. But again, this is the same thing, though. For me, they were a little more silly than what the first three were. You know, the cast of uh, dwarves that were in there. The good-looking dwarves? Some of them were goofy-looking, not goofy-looking, goofy-acting. I I don't know. There's a lot more CG, which I didn't care for. Right. So, you know, and then we've come a long way in uh, effects since then. Like, I was telling you about the the new way they're, you know, shooting... You know, VisFX live in camera using yeah. video walls now, which is just mind-boggling. How they can create an entire wall using like 30-inch video screens that are all linked together and computer-controlled, linked in with the camera lens. So as the camera lens tilts, the image on the screen projected on those screens behind the actor, that changes to get a parallax effect. It's mind-boggling what they can do now. They're using that technique in Mandalorian. So the actors are acting, you know, they see the environment they're acting in. It's not just all green screen. It's actually projected live behind them. It's incredible. It's looking great. Yeah, I still have to watch that Mandalorian or Boba Fett, whatever it's called. Boba Fett Mandalorian. And like this isn't the same as like they've been doing projection walls before where they were project an image on the wall. That's been done. Like in Oblivion did that and can't remember some uh War of the Worlds did that. This is else LED screens that are, you know, illustrating the picture and they're all linked together but the biggest thing is is how they're chained together with the camera lens so their image changes as the camera moves it's just how do you even come up with that programming i'm sure we could have done it if we put our heads together yeah but that's you know making these huge effects driven movies a little bit more um within reach to create or so cheaper have, anyway, right? You don't have to have these green screens and then create all those effects after the fact and put them in in post-production. And... Yeah. Hey, maybe you'll start seeing that in some uh, Twitch Twitch video people now for their backgrounds. Yeah, are you looking into that? No. Hey, did you hear that they're making... Uh, I don't know if you liked the first movie. But I thought it was pretty decent. Uh, they're redoing Firestarter. Oh. oh. I was pissed when I saw that. Really? Did oh, you my like God. the first one? Maybe. The first one is kind of a perfect movie. 
Mm, it's not perfect. It is kind of a perfect movie. Let me say it a third you, time. You you, you can't say that. Movie. No, you can't say that about a Stephen King movie. Normally you can't. I I don't. You can't say that about any of his movies. The performances are so freaking good. George C. Scott is in it. Drew Barrymore is just devastating in it. Even as a little girl, her dad is. Yeah, I remember oh, when I, I do that saw to you. Secure, I go, that was so cool. I don't know. I look, at, I look at the trailer for this new one. It's kind of. I hate it's it. Got potential. I hate the idea. They have to. Hey, if you want to continue on the story, yeah. do that. Like the Mandalorian and Boba Fett, continue on in the world. I'm happy with that. Redoing it. Like you can't the psycho frame on for because frame. you'd have to continue on right where she left off. No one wants to see this girl as she's as an older girl running around doing fire shit. Yeah, where where did she go after that? What happened to the shop after that? They rebuild the shop, you know. All that is really cool. How the government. I, what I liked about this one was it, it seemed like it was more. They took what she could do in the first movie and made it more violent than this one. Which was my only complaint from the first one, even when I saw it back in the day. She wasn't killing people as violently as I would have if I was in her position. As a as a ten year old, yeah. you'd have been melting people's faces off, no problem. If yeah. you killed if you killed my dad, yes, yeah. I would burn everything, which she did in the end, and I would laugh as I was doing it. No, she didn't do enough. I like how she she killed everybody that she saw around her. But she killed them too easily. (laughs) Because that's why we fell in love with her. Because she was so innocent. Where she she inflicts as much pain and suffering as possible. That's the whole thing that hooked us is because she was so innocent. We fell in love with her charm and her you know, girlish nature, her innocence. Not that she's a psychopath like the badasses from the X-Men movies where you just roll your eyes. She never went crazy until the end. That was the good part. And that's all she knew how to do was just burn everything down. She had, like, not a sadistic bone in her body to melt faces and make them implode and... I didn't watch this new trailer. Yeah, but when you get to when you get pushed to a certain point, a ten-year-old, a beautiful girl, ten-year-old. Dude, there's ten-year-old kids now killing other ten-year-old kids. But I don't want to watch that movie. I want to watch this movie. How she's constantly being chased and she doesn't deserve this and she's being manipulated. That's all I wanted was for her to (laughs) give these people what they deserve. Anyway, uh, John Carpenter is doing the the score, so that's kind of cool that they included him in it. Still, I can Derek make a spreadsheet of all of the things Joe says that contradict all the other things he says, where he likes it in one way and then doesn't like it in another way. I want to see that. That's not contradicting. That's giving my opinion on how I like it one part of it and then I don't like it another aspect of it. But but you've said how that's stupid in other things as well. When kids go in some things, it is and some situations it isn't. If they kill your father in front of you, then, yeah, 
What do you expect's going to happen? But as a 10 year old, you don't really have these horrific ideas in yeah, your head. Okay, so I guess it's just me. I guess because I'm Italian, right? <laughs> well, <laughs> I guess if she was Italian, it'd be okay. Sorry. Vengeance and murder. It's I okay didn't to see kill the, the It's okay to kill the bad guys, they deserve it. Kill them all, kill their families too. She did. I love the book, too. That was one of my favorite books. I'm just waiting for Joe to say the next thing, because I take a minute and tell you what I've been watching or enjoying. It immediately goes south. You can tell me one thing that you watched. One thing? As long as you're talking to me and not to the, uh, <laughs> the ethos out there. Lordy, Lordy, Lordy. Use your wording carefully. Did I did I mention on the last episode how much I'm enjoying the McGruber series? Uh, yeah, you told me at work. Oh, well then, should anyone else happen to hear, get watching the McGruber series because it is killer. And uh, d- go back and watch his movie as a you know to get ready for the series because it many many callbacks to the movie more callbacks to the movie than like the saturday night live sketches and then because uh, the movie takes mcgruber to a whole new level right of absurdity and then the the show continues from there it's great i love it it's on uh you find it with your prime membership no i'm finding it on the prime app but that's because i have an add-on like Stack TV or something, I think. I don't know. Do you know where you where can you find it, Joe? Have you seen it's it on regular TV? Oh right, it's on like Showcase, which I don't get, but I get through the Prime app. That's why I'm confused. In the states, I don't know Hulu or some shit. I don't know, but it's definitely worth it. Just short little half-hour adventure um, screwball episodes. Are really fun. Matt Gruber. I'm not Everyone's in it. I Everyone's in it. it. Yeah, I've from, never seen uh, the movie. I don't want to watch this fucking show. My time is valuable. Just, did you check out? No, no. Check out the show that you I told you to check out. You just can't dismiss it. You just can't dismiss it. Why can't you just watch the movie and try it? It's not like I, a huge investment, and you'll. You'll have enjoyment and laugh. Um, no, I'm just not. You just said how much you want to see people murdered uh, relentlessly. Yeah, for real. And you'll get that, MacGruber. <laughs> he rips out people's necks constantly. <laughs> That's his move. That's not real. <laughs> yeah, neck rip. If they don't have uh, telekinetic psychokinesis powers of shooting fireballs, I'm not interested. Did you check out the show I told you to check out? One episode at least? Yeah, because I actually like, if Joe tells me to check out one episode, well, how much I told of a, you, Listen, it's I don't say to do it very often, but this got me really excited, and I don't know why more people aren't talking more about this more. Well, it's, it's okay. It's not groundbreaking like MacGruber. Uh, MacGruber's not groundbreaking. Stop. You're, just, you're making yourself sound silly. 
No. But I stumbled you... across, my brother mentioned it to me. There's a show on Amazon Prime called Vox Machina. Uh, V-O-X and then Machina, M-A-C-H-I-N-A. So it's based on... It's an adaptation of this, uh, the first campaign of this web series from this group called Critical Role, which is essentially like a D&D group. Um, and this first campaign lasted 115 episodes for them. So they do it like it's a, it's a web-based series, as I said. And uh, each, each, each of their videos is like between three to six hours of this D&D. Sounds exciting. But even if you're not in the D&D, that's not what this Vox Machina is about. It's just, it's loosely based around it. Of this group of characters that essentially are just, are trying to make a living fighting off bad guys. It's like a cross between uh, sort of like the Castlevania animated series, uh, uh, the, the Witcher uh, live series, but this is done obviously in animated form. And there's only nine episodes on so far, Amazon Prime. Uh, and it's been such a, but it's adult based comedy slash violence. Uh, I don't know. What was your take on it? Like, what did you like or not like about it? I can't do it justice in terms of describing it, but. It's been a long time since I was excited about an animated series like this. The animation is well done. Uh, the voice yeah. acting is excellent. Mm. Yeah. Animation's okay. You know, it's it's better than regular anime, but uh, certainly not, you know, Snow White animation. Fantasia. Snow White animations. <laughs> yeah, it's better. <laughs> No, it's still kind of choppy. You know, there's not enough frames thrown in every second. Anyways, it's adult, uh, ultra-violent fantasy cartoon with humor. Hey, 100% on Rotten Tomatoes. With just your one review. Well, I was looking into it, and they actually, they had no way, no studio would pick them up when they were trying to get this thing produced. So they had to rely on a Kickstarter. Um, ah. So like on March 4th, 2019, they launched a Kickstarter campaign to raise funds for a 22 minute animation series. So within the first hour of launch, they raised more than a million dollars. At the end of the first day, they had more than 4.3 million. So they launched on March, and then when they closed in April, their final total was they had raised $11.3 million with 88,000 backers. And it's the most quickly funded Kickstarter in history for TV and film projects. Yeah. And, bef and then before the first episode was released on Amazon, Amazon already renewed it for a second season. If you like like the humor of uh, the boys or um, that animated cartoon that's also on Prime, um, Invincible, where it's like ultra violent. But this isn't ultra violent. It's violence and graphic, 
Yeah. But it's not every single second. Like there is, there is interaction between the what is it, seven, seven uh, group members. Uh, there's infighting. There's there's comedy. There's humor. There's singing. And then certain <laughs> scenes. Uh, there's certain scenes where it's uh, yeah. Sometimes the bad guys get uh, you know. Something almost goes back to like the old anime Vampire Hunter D is sort of what I think of when I when I think of this. Oh my god. Big eye roll you there. Uh, <laughs> Here we go. Not so Big much anime Robo- expert. Not so much Robotech, but maybe like um I don't know, maybe like Evangelion. Oh style because anyway it's just it's just well done you got to check out like i said the episodes are only like 22 minutes just from what i saw i watched all nine in two days like i couldn't stop watching it they're a band of mercenaries and they get hired by this realm to go fight this big giant evil that's been killing off the farmers and farmland in the outskirts and uh that's their challenge no but that's a challenge, but without giving any away, that challenge only lasts three episodes. Spoilers. No need to watch that now. Well, then they jump into something else, which was sort of a surprise, as opposed to, you know, it being like maybe like a one episode challenge, and then the next story is something else, and then they move on, every episode being episodic. This is like first three, and then the final six are a continuation of one other story. But I'm going to check it out in terms of uh, I got to check out this web-based series that they have and see what it's actually like. And you liked it because there was boobies in it too. There is some scenes of nudity, but it's fairly it's fairly quick. And usually it's just some part of like someone recalling something that happened in the past kind of thing. Mm. But there's love in it. There's hate. There's it's the whole gamut of, I don't know. Like I said, it's been a long time since an animated series really caught my interest. So, well, while you're on prime looking at that, why not check out their big exclusive movie called being the Ricardo's. Which feature film with Nicole I've never Kidman even heard of that. and Javier Bardem. Oh, the uh, the redhead, right? What's her name? Lucy uh, Lucy Ball. So they take a little moment in time from the I Love Lucy show and dramatize it and gets you inside inside the studio setup, how they were shot, how the actors all behaved with each other. Of course, Desi Arnaz is, was like a studio mogul you know despite being a cuban immigrant desi lu studios and all that jazz and so i think it's within uh, a year of the i love lucy show starting that this takes place so it becomes the biggest show in the world like at that time because there's what two networks at the time right and uh the numbers they got were just insane so they very quickly became very powerful people and uh, had to keep the show going. So it 
you know, talks about the relationship between Desi and Lucy and um, their marriage and running the studio, as well as there's, you know, a, a couple of controversies that they had to weather at the time. And as well as, you know, Lucy getting pregnant in real life and how are they going to deal that into the show? Because if you recall, how did uh, remember when Lucy became pregnant on the I Love Lucy show and they couldn't even say the word pregnant. So Desi always called her. What did he say her condition was? Do you remember? What did Ricky say her condition was? He'd always say who she. Who are you asking? I always said I don't know. You. I said I don't know. <laughs> I don't remember. He'd say she was expecting. Now Lucy's expecting. Hmm. So they, you know, they get into that whole controversy, and as well, um, J.K. Simmons plays uh, Fred, as in Fred and Ethel. Yeah. And so you have this whole drama, and he like he's nominated for an Academy Award for this performance as Fred and he's not in it long but whenever he is it's just brilliant because he plays this Fred character and of course Ethel who you know uh, had to have had an issue with being you know Ethel married to this like her dad basically he was so old Fred was so old and uh, anyways it's uh, I give it a thumbs up recommend that one being the Ricardos. All right. For your next assignment, I would like you to watch something that is not related to the 50s or 60s and get back to us for the next episode. Well, I, I actually really liked I Love Lucy. And when I was a kid, I got all of three TV channels. <laughs> and, you know, one of them played I Love Lucy every single day. And uh, I saw episodes when I was a kid, too. I, didn't... I seen them all, dude. I, I I didn't because I didn't want to. I saw when they went to California. I saw when they went to Europe. Loved them. All right. Love it. Anyway, that's your assignment for the next episode. How about your assignment is try something with a little bit of background to it. I'm thinking about it. Okay. See, when you complain about these shows having too many dead air spaces... That's because I'm letting you breathe. That's some people like it because they want to hear this. What I have to deal you with. Want to hear the wheels turning? I want to, yeah, them to understand that the I deal with this. Running on the wheel. These Joe pauses all the time. It's just right. part of his rhythm. Because sometimes it's it's hard to think of a reply back to some of your stuff. That's fine. All right, we got to go. See, that hour and six minutes flew by. Well, you have to cut out the first five minutes because you started it too early. Well, if you had prepped your computer properly. You know, when you called, the Skype was like ringing on the computer, but there was no windows up anywhere to say how to answer it. It was so strange. It was already installed? Is installed, but I wasn't signed in, but it was ringing. Hmm. But no way to answer it. So weird. What okay. were you asking me? What your password was? Your your login? 
Yeah, because, you know, it wanted to know what email to use, and I couldn't remember what email I set up for this. I don't know what I use for mine. Exactly. So, of course, if I didn't, if I didn't make one. notes for all my passwords and different logins, I'd be lost. Well, the good thing about a Android phone, a Google phone, is it will keep all that stuff for you, your Google account information. Well, mine does that too, but I choose not to in case my phone ever gets stolen. But your pieces of paper are completely safe somewhere. Yes. Mm -hmm. They'll never find them. Derek, add that to your spreadsheet, please. That's another counterpoint. I'll see you in uh, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. Thursday, Friday. I'll see you in three days. Are we allowed to say goodbye to the audience, or would that be me talking to someone else? That would drive you crazy. There's no audience. There's no one here but you and me. Well, if there was anyone here, please don't forget to uh, make sure you're subscribed to this using your Spotify or however else you find this pod, whatever programs you use. Make sure you're subscribed. Um, don't forget well, to tell it. Well, you can pull up the podcast, but maybe not necessarily be subscribed. If you're on your Google and pull it up, hit the subscribe button, leave a review. And don't forget to let people know what you thought of the episode on the social media accounts like Twitter and Instagram or wherever else you feel like spending your thoughts online. Yeah, don't be rude. Let us know that uh, you're listening so we let can keep know. going. How much you like us more than Fandango? Right. And 50 words or less. Thank you. Thank you. Goodbye. Post it. Post it.